0: My name is Sarah Jane and welcome to the Ignite Your Possibility podcast, where we discover all things possible, health, mindset, spirituality, self-love and authenticity. The purpose of this podcast is to step out of your realm of what you think you know into your new possibility to achieve your dream life that you love. So, All right. hey, my name is Sarah-Jane, and I'm super excited today. How do you even say your name? Tomer, is it?
1: Tom, Tomer. Huh? Tomer. T-O-M-E-R. Tomer. Tomer.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> so, I'll let you introduce yourself, because people love talking about themselves. So, take it away. Where are you from? What do you do? Uh,
1: so, I'm, uh, I'm Tomer. I'm the founder of Grenade, where essentially a uh, future of work. And predictive decisioning company. We help large companies um, utilize their data and uh, build the technology to uh, allow machines to augment humans in the workforce.
0: Amazing. And um, what sort of stuff do you do around mindset?
1: Uh, So, mainly for myself, uh, essentially, this is kind of where um, I've kind of had to train myself to. to be able to do what I do. And so really it was about kind of building that, uh, that ability to uh, not only believe in myself, but also allow others to believe in me uh, and trust me with their money uh, in order to kind of facilitate what we needed to facilitate. So that's kind of been a bit of a journey. Uh, And uh, I think I, I remember reading a lot of psychology books when I was younger and uh, I found that I could uh, I could really understand how people work when I really understood the biology of why they work.
0: Yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's definitely one thing I come across a lot in the work that I do is people believing them in themselves is half of the work. And um, yeah, I worked with. did you find like as you were growing your business, you'd come across, Cross different limiting beliefs that would come up, and how did you
1: get through that? Yeah, look, I mean, there's there's always a lot of people that tell you that you can't or you shouldn't or no, um, and you can let that uh, you can let that stop you. You can let that kind of be the thing that uh, gets in the way, um, or you can just harness that. And uh, I've kind of learnt to really enjoy. People telling me that it won't work or I shouldn't do that. Uh, I really, really enjoy that now and it doesn't happen enough. Uh, so it's, it's, uh, it's kind of one of those things where, um, it's such a rare occurrence now when, when somebody goes, Oh, you know, you shouldn't do that. That won't work or, or whatever. Uh, but you kind of crave it now. And at the start it was, there was a lot of that and it's kind of like, maybe you start to believe the bullshit, but, uh, but what I found is that if you really believe in what you're doing, if you believe in change, uh, then you you make it happen, and that's kind of the interesting part about it all. It's uh, you know you've seen a lot of you know I think Dyson uh, there was thousands and thousands of iterations of his vacuum cleaner before it was ready to sell. Uh, they mortgaged their home, they did everything, and. People always kept saying no. And now Dyson is literally the king of vacuum cleaners. And so you look at that and you go, yeah, that's because he really believed in what he was doing. Uh, so that's kind of been the the major thing that's kind of allowed me to kind of push through all that uh, kind of the limiting uh, beliefs that others might have uh, in, in what I was setting out to achieve when I started this thing. Yeah, awesome.
0: That's amazing. And so you said there was a lot of throwbacks when you were first starting your business.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, primarily around, you know, everyone loves a startup. Everyone like, you know, it's kind of cute, um, you know, to have a, you know, like I've got a startup and I'm going to do X, you know, I'm going to build Uber for cats or whatever. Uh, and and people think it's cute, you know, everyone's having to go. But the problem is, is that when you do, when it does start to work, this country has a very big problem in that it's um, the tall poppy syndrome is, is, is prevalent everywhere. Um, it's okay when you're small, but it's not okay when you're big um, or when you're growing for that matter. Um, there's more people trying to get in your way. But the beautiful thing that happens is that the kind of, as you're growing, you're basically proving to yourself that you were right all along. So uh you know, it's it's kind of like a double edged sword, maybe. Uh, you know, basically building an understanding of who you are and why you do this thing and kind of sticking to your guns and, and that's kind of why and that's kind of how you how I pushed through anyway. Yeah,
0: start with
1: the why. Absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: So what's your why? Uh what's my why? Uh well, I believe that humans as we are uh, we're being kind of held back uh, we're not really being a- we're not able to really ascend as a species uh, because we're um, too proud of the work that we do, even though the work that we do is really not that fantastic. So if you look at our day-to-day lives, um, you know the majority of the time people are spending doing admin and research and spreadsheets uh, that's not fun for anyone. And so, the the sooner that we realize that humans are inefficient and machines are not, the sooner we're able to uh, invite them into our lives and augment our workday. So, we become more efficient, we become more creative, uh, we become more needed as a workforce rather than expendable. Um, And that's my why. I feel like, you know, that we really need to um, change the dynamic of how we. Uh, interact with machines and how we accept them into our lives and the sooner we do that the sooner we're all going to benefit and that's my way yeah
0: awesome so spending more time creating
1: yeah but spending more time doing things machines can't do because machines can't do everything machines can do things that are robotic and we do a lot of things in our day which are robotic um, and so we can give them up. We can give those robotic things up and and spend more time doing this interpersonal interactions and, uh, you know, things that a machine would have a hard time comprehending, um, which makes us more fundamentally human. So in many ways, letting machine do a lot of our robotic tasks allows us to be more human at the end of the day. And what
0: does more human mean to you?
1: Well, uh, uh, you know, it's it's things that the machines can't do. It's machines that things can't comprehend because you know we're not really at a level where um, where AI is real. There's a lot of marketing hyper. There's a lot. Apologies, I had a phone call. Um, There's um, there's a lot of marketing hype around AI, what it is and what it is and, and. you know, it's, there's essentially uh, the AI that we think and the AI that we feel we know comes from sci-fi films. Uh, and that sort of free-thinking, sentient beings that can kind of make their own decisions, that doesn't exist and that won't exist for a while. What we have today is basically advanced machine learning. Uh, and machine learning really is kind of the crux of the machine intelligence space today and that's kind of it That that's kind of the um so what was the question again i've kind of gone on a what bit was of a tangent human <laughs> connection, was it? oh yeah yeah so and that's kind of what it is you know if, if machines can't converse with us uh, without us realizing that it's a that it's a machine or not then it's not really at a level where um where it can be human or can be a replacement human. So uh, being more human literally means having more conversations, being more creative, looking at strategy, things that are uh, require the context of our minds uh, to be applied to the reality of the world around us um, as opposed to this kind of linear logic that machines have. Awesome. And what would you say like your top
0: tips are for people... They've got their little
1: cute startup, but they want to scale and be bigger. I think the the fundamental trick that I've seen, and there is really is no trick, is being uh, unequivocally connected to the reason of why you're doing what you're doing. Um, having an understanding of how you want that to materialize in the world, going out bashing down doors and executing on it and being receptive to uh, not shit criticism, but constructive criticism, criticism that will help you mold the organization to a a state where it can be successful Uh, because no one knows how to build a company from day one uh, unless they've done it before. Uh, And so um, you might have all the idea. You might have a lot of experience in the industry, but nothing can really prepare you for what you're supposed to do. Uh, and you, the whole, all of your education comes at the coalface. So being receptive to that and building an understanding of of how you want this thing to to evolve um, is really key, fundamental. And if you always stick to the reason about why you're doing this. Um, you'll always be right, even if you have to change it, even if you have to iterate the company. Um, and we've done it a few times. That's okay because um, you're still kind of pursuing that logic. Awesome. Let's start with your why. Why are you doing what? Yeah, you're doing? absolutely.
0: And when you were growing your business, did you find that you were sort of you know, when people said, oh, you can't do this, what are you doing, what are you thinking? Did you have to change your, like, friend circle and people you were hanging around and associating with?
1: No, that kind of happened naturally. I think, you know, you kind of, I used to have, you know, massive pool, you know, maybe, you know, like, you know, maybe up to 100 people that I tried to keep in contact with. Um, And that just happens naturally. You kind of gravitate towards those that you can learn from um, that are going through the same kind of uh, challenges and, and, uh, celebrations that you're, uh, experiencing yourself. Um, so that, that change happened, uh, naturally. Uh, and it's a really great thing. You know, when you, when you hang around people that, um, that are on the same journey as you, um, you definitely achieve more. There's, there's a lot of kind of power to that and it kind of helps you as well as kind of to, to combat any uh, negative thoughts you might have yourself about whether, you know, because you have these thoughts all the time, you know, especially at the beginning where you're like, oh, did I do the right thing? Did I choose the right thing? Am I, you know, am I crazy? Uh, but if you have other people that are equally as crazy around you, then that's that's fine. You know, you basically, you're, you're out there and you're, you're trying to solve the world's problems. So, uh, and solving the world's problems is not easy. It, it, you know, no one's really done that, uh, or, or in the way that you want to do it. So, of course, you're going to overcome. You're going to, you're going to face uh, challenges, and you're going to have to overcome them. And having a support network definitely helps. Yeah, that's
0: awesome. And um, I want to go a bit more into mindset. So, what's some like tactics that would really help people starting out in business? So. They- they, um, you know, they come across their first block in their business. And what would you say like some tactics are to really get through that? Because I, I love it how you just say it like, yes, I grew my business, I had a few issues and yeah, that's just what happens. And like I sort to look, look back on my life and I go, man, I've experienced so much. And people go, you've got it all sorted out. You know, you're doing this, you're doing that. But every day, like the next level that you want to take your life is like the next level of um, resistance and then the next level of situations that you have to work through. So what would you say like are some good tactics to really work through those limiting beliefs that come up or things that come up in your mindset that might be stopping you?
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. Um, I've always kind of tried to train myself to be very resilient. And it might be part of, I guess, my upbringing, my background, but really it was more about trying to um, create a place in my mind that was almost this uh, depository of anarchy. And, uh, you know, going against the grain and going against uh, what's normal, you're going to encounter resistance. Uh, But I tried to uh, build this logic in my head that resistance is good that means that it's working uh and so i created this this thing where i i tried to embrace uh resistance and tried to embrace those those barriers and uh fought pretty hard to overcome them uh it does get hard sometimes things are out of your control you know like you know when you're dealing with you know in the early days of the organization you you encounter some hairy times you know trying to you know pay for things and um, you know trying to kind of make some bank um that's some scary times sometimes the, the stuff that you need to fight through is not even in your control and that's kind of hard and and stressful um and it comes down to I guess how you manage that i don't know if i'm that good at it uh you know i just deal with it i just keep pushing through uh, and uh you know pulling you just pull stupid hours uh, and you just make it work. You just There's really no way other than to make it work, right? Because what choice do I have? So that was kind of the space that I created in my head was this resilient being that I had to be in order to push through things that were getting in the way and just um, essentially decided that there was no way other than the way that I was going and I was going to have to cut and crush things um to get there. And that's kind of what happened. Um and yeah, I mean I can't say that it wasn't stressful because it was really stressful. And I can't say it wasn't hard because it was really hard. But um if you're prepared, if this is what you believe in, then there is no other reality. Uh, so and that's where I'm at. Awesome.
0: So you manage stuff.
1: Uh, yes, I try to do less of that these days, but, (laughs) uh, I'm, I'm more of an evangelist. I go around, I do talks. Um, I sell kind of large deals and, uh, really kind of look at building partnerships and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, and our staff are kind of, uh, intercontinental as well. So we, you know, we have our own unique system of managing them.
0: Yeah. So what I'm Notice talking to like high achievers and people that are always wanting to achieve more it's like they're always in the like very masculine energy like they're very do 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 always doing gotta tick the boxes that sort of thing but who would you say that you have grown into being from growing your business like for your staff and your clients like what kind of attributes do you think that you have you formed from who you were to who you are now to sort of be that person that people can obviously look up to and you have to work with people and um, who do you think that you formed into being from your
1: business? Uh, So I'm definitely a very different person to when I started. Um, You have this, uh, you start building this attitude. So I spoke about resilience before, that's something that, when things come up, even in your personal life, you just stop letting emotions take over. I think I'm less empathetic today than I ever was. Um, I used to be much more empathetic and now it just kind of gets in the way. Um, I know that's probably not a healthy thing to say, but that's kind of how it is. Um, you deal with people, you deal with stuff, you deal with money. Um, you can't let emotions get in the way of that. And it's kind of this, this thing that happens out of necessity. um, you give less of a shit about things that are um, not directly relevant. Uh, there's uh, a prioritization battle that happens in your life about how you prioritize different things, including you know your business, your relationships, everything else. Um, <clears throat> you you're much prepared to take risks and sacrifices. Uh, you're prepared to do things that. Um, some people might uh, uh, some people might um have a second thought about you kind of just dive straight into it, and uh, you seem to have this almost quiet confidence about you um because you've been through a lot uh, that you can uh that you can rely on for giving other people advice or um or having it in your knowledge bank for a time where you come across of the challenges and the challenges get easier and easier as time goes on. But that is a fundamentally different person to what I was. Um, you know, I was very risk intolerant before and now I'm very risk tolerant. There was, you know, I was uh, open to anyone and everyone's advice. And now I'm very close to that because no one really knows what's going on. Um, so their advice is kind of irrelevant. There's this, there's this, scenario that you create uh where once you've done all the learnings you, you're kind of this you're quietly confident in what where you're at who you are um and no one can tell you otherwise and that's kind of a very beautiful thing I feel
0: yep. yeah I can definitely um so the first thing you said where I can relate is I've learned to disattach myself from expectations of people So I find in life, we have certain expectations, how people should show up, how they should do things. But when you just let go of that attachment and let that person be, you can actually flow better through life. So instead of constantly stressing about um, different people and how they show up in your life, instead of having 100 tabs open, you can just close that expectation, get on with what you need to do, and then you can manage people quicker. And the other thing was, I guess when you know what you're doing, you know your why and you know where you need to go and you have had those learnings, you can sort of really focus in on what it is you need to do. So, like you said, prioritise what needs to be done now and what you need to do versus uh, spending time on things that are less important that you could be doing.
1: Absolutely. I mean, like, that's kind of the goal. I mean, we don't have we've only got a finite amount of hours in a day. And that's if you, even if you're like sleeping three or four hours, it's still finite. Uh, so learning to delegate, uh, learning to leverage other people's time is a really big part of that. Um, and that comes with a uh, a disattachment of, or, or an, a realization that not only are you not bulletproof, you can't do everything yourself. And uh, there's that kind of humbleness that comes out of that, that kind of uh, where you start to put your trust in others and you allow them to work the way they want to work um, and, and deliver things the way they want to deliver. as so long as it meets everyone's expectations and who cares? So um, that's, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's definitely a big lesson I learned in
0: business pretty quick. Like I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it all. I'm going to do website. I'm going to be a graphic designer. And then I was like, yeah, I'm not doing eight hours of coding. Someone else can do that. <laughs> That's not what I do. So if someone else can do it, then
1: yeah. Absolutely. And there's people that are way better than you anyway at whatever yeah. it is that you have to achieve. So why not let them do that? So, yeah.
0: So um, tell me, last little subject, why did you go plant-based?
1: Well, I, uh, health reasons mainly. Um, so I'm not, uh, I'm not uh, one of those crazy vegans. Um, no offense to the crazy vegans, but uh, I, the reason why I went vegan is uh, I was paleo for years. Uh, and I went to, you know, get your health check and I, uh, I got checked at the doctor and the doctor said I had high uric acid. And it's, it came. It comes down to two things: an overconsumption of animal products or stress. And so he goes, "You should really reduce both." Uh, and so while I can't really reduce stress, I was able to remove animals from my diet completely. So uh, that was my uh, that was my uh, my logic around going plant based, uh, and it's worked so well. I mean, it makes you. Definitely sharper. I feel like I'm much more lighter. You know, after you sometimes you feel like you have like a big lunch and it's a lot of meat. Um, you kind of feel sluggish and slow, and that's kind of because your blood's kind of rushing to your your gut and trying to process it. And there's a lot of calories and that sort of thing. Whereas fibrous food from plants just kind of passes straight through you, which is pretty amazing. So uh, it's this um, that that was a side benefit. Really, I only did it for health, but there were there are all these benefits that I've found. Um, since going plant-based that i haven't really missed meat or anything uh and so i've decided to stay that way and it's and it kind of works it's you know it's quite compatible with my life it's very easy you just literally throw meals together um yeah (laughs) And and saving the animals saving the animals is is a great also a great thing to do uh, but again i didn't do that to save the animals it's just another side benefit so um if everyone went plant-based together then yeah we would probably all save the animals but um yeah we all need to make contributions so i you know i, I did it for myself
0: yeah yeah i did it for myself for a selfish reason and then i started watching documentaries and then yeah noticed about like the animal cruelty and how the animals get, get
1: antibiotics and steroids we're eating it. So. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. It's pretty messed up. Um, and I don't know anyone who watches that and doesn't find that disturbing if they do say that they're not disturbed, they're lying. But, um, but yeah, there needs to be kind of, a, a, kind of like, a larger movement. And I think we're going to find that uh, there's a company called Impossible Meat out of San Francisco. And they're making, uh, basically they make plant-based meat that actually bleeds just like normal animals do uh, or normal animal meat doesn't. Because they, I think they do something with the hemoglobin uh, in the way that they grow this, this protein, this plant protein. Uh, and they have these things called impossible burgers and people eat and buy these burgers and they say it tastes exactly like meat. And so I just wonder if whether people would actually give a shit, um, whether, uh, you know, if we replaced all of our meat Uh, Or all of our say burgers, for example, with plant-based meat, and it tasted the same. Whether people would actually uh, know either first know that they're not eating animal meat, um, and be care, and if those two uh, know, uh, then then we're all we're all contributing. So it's you know, it's it's all good.
0: Yeah, my mum always tricks my. stepdad into having like lentil burgers and she goes yeah yeah there's meat in it and he doesn't even know the
1: difference <laughs> <laughs> that's great i like that
0: <laughs> so what would be your three top tips to creating a resilient mindset to business
1: uh first things first is um don't let people's opinions um, sway you uh there's always going to be naysayers. There's always going to be people that tell you you shouldn't or you can't or whatever. It doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter what they say. What they say is irrelevant. Uh, because if they don't have any foundation, uh, they don't have your experience. They don't have, you know, your, um, your reasoning for, for doing what you do, then, then what they say is, is, is just passing air. Um, so don't let that get to you. Cause that, it's not going to help you. Um, and even if you do, it's just going to slow you down. So, why let that slow down? Um, the second one is, um, I guess, learn to um, appreciate your own strengths and your own weaknesses. Uh, learn to really kind of uh, harness onto, I guess, why you do what you do. And uh, you know, if you're really good with talking to people, uh, then you should try to engineer yourself a role as your company grows to. Um help you do more of the things you're really good at and start offloading things that you're not. We all have strengths and weaknesses. The sooner you realize what you're good at and what you're bad at, um, the sooner you're going to grow as a person and the sooner you're going to grow your company. Because half the time, you know, if you if you don't, you're going to hold the organization back. And um, thirdly, is surround yourself with. People that have been there, done that. Uh, people have a vested interest in seeing you succeed. Uh, you know, get yourself an advisory board. Get yourself, you know, professionals around you. Um, you're going to need them um, more than you think. Uh, there's, you know, you know, choose your friends wisely. Um, they're going to, especially ones that you can learn from, who are doing what you're doing, um, because you don't know when you're going to pick up. Information you don't know when you're going to need to, to talk to someone um, about something that you're dealing with, uh, and you know it just makes sense that you have you know legals and accountants and a whole bunch of stuff behind you um, to create this uh, almost like a bulletproof uh, a bulletproof uh, and professional foundation so that uh, people you're trying to deal with are taking you seriously that know that you're not just having a go uh, so uh really it's it's that you know it, it's kind of letting people in but letting the right people in
0: yeah. oh, awesome thanks so much for taking the time out to have a chat today and i really value the information with me and my viewers and if people want to get in contact with you what's the best way
1: uh yep yeah, you can uh, find me on i'm on twitter uh i'm on everything just search my name t-o-m-e-r Uh, Garsberg, G-A-R-Z-B-E-R-G. Literally just Google it. There's really no one with my name. So uh, you'll you'll find me everywhere um, and we can connect there. Awesome,
0: thank
1: you. Awesome, thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for listening today. Hope you got great value out of today's episode. If you did, can you please give my podcast channel a rating and a comment? as this really supports my business and gives me great feedback. Sending you all love and light until next time. Thank you.